Welcome to the Chamber Voice of Business Podcast. I am Steve Cox with the Rogers Lowell Chamber, joined as always with Nick Smith at with the Chamber as well. And today we have a very special guest. It's That's right. uh, not not just our co-worker, Sarah Lynn Geiger, VP of Government Affairs for the Rogers Lowell Chamber, but also my uh, my cubicle mate um, <laughs> during the office renovations. Oh yeah. So, it's yeah, been a bonding so, so time we for sure. we know way too much about each other's personal lives at this point. Like oh, yeah. that's that's where it is. But today we are going to be talking about the 2024, the year ahead in advocacy. And it's important to be talk about this because government affairs and advocacy is a key mission area of the chamber. So very excited uh, to have this conversation with Sarah Lynn to learn about the work that she has been doing and the exciting things planned for 2024. But before we get into that, we want to definitely thank our sponsor, podcastvideos.com. Right. Uh, we, we are still here in the studio uh, getting to record uh, that they graciously let us use uh, to get this. You get to see our wonderful faces and it's not just, you know, Nick's dulcet tones that you, that you just hear through your uh, through your ears I've there. I've never been described as having <laughs> dulcet tones. <laughs> I just thought it was a fun It's a fun. We're going to toss that one up on my kudos bucket, you there know, you just go. to hold on to. The, the playlist I play to make myself feel better that, at the yeah, end of a rough that's, day. That's on your pump-up you know? mix right there, yeah. Dulcet tones, dulcet tones. <laughs> Steve loves my dulcet tones. All right, well, before we get into the conversation here, why don't you uh, tell us what's going on in the news, Nick? That's right. First things first. Uh, ExxonMobil on Monday confirmed it will drill for lithium in South Arkansas, something mm-hmm. I didn't even know we were uh, apparently enriched with. Magnolia um, is about to explode. That's right. In growth. Yes. Making use of rights in Lafayette and Columbia counties. Uh, it uh, bought the ExxonMobil bought these rights in May mm-hmm. for a reported 100 million. So yeah, it's about to be uh, a pretty big business here in uh, the natural state with lithium. Uh, Several city council votes are happening around NWA this week. I thought since we were talking about advocacy, it'd probably be a good time to mention some of these. Um, Specifically, we've got uh, several things that councils are looking at as it pertains to cycling and bike programs across our area. This includes funds for an e-bike rebate program in Bentonville, as well as accepting funds for pedestrian and bicycle-centric improvements to local streets in Rogers. Uh, On top of that, more than 350 policy advisors, investors, and entrepreneurs gathered last week for the third Heartland Forward Summit to discuss advancing economic policies for the 20 states in the central U.S. So that was pretty big news, Mm -hmm. especially with Heartland Forward uh, being uh, a big involver. I know they've they've been involved in the past with stuff like our Spotlight Series and things like that, helping us out, getting uh, information out there uh, in terms of rankings and things like that. So it's pretty cool that we... uh, uh, had all those folks kind of talking about the economic policies for the central United States mm-hmm. as opposed to the east or west coast. Exactly. The, the, the missing middle, if you will. That's right. There you go. <laughs> Harken back to Duke's podcast. And then the, uh, yeah, the uh, big thing, of course, happening next week is Thanksgiving is happening, where everything in northwest Arkansas will shut down and... I'm having an unconventional Thanksgiving. Um, we're, we're having to go over to visit Christie's family in Tulsa, and they are doing a taco bar. Ooh, so yeah, just because everybody has turkey so much and everything, and you just have to eat it, you know, going to different family members and stuff. So instead of eating the same, you know, six dishes for five days in a row, let's just uh, do something different. So, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I can do a taco I bar. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that's a, a really good change. I know. I think. I think. <laughs> I think that's I'm fantastic. Excited about it. Yeah. yeah. Plus, you know. If anything, you probably will get to avoid the, you know, post taco bar naps. Yeah, that I don't think there's, no much, there's not much tryptophan oh, in, in right. taco. Tryptophan <laughs> is not going to be coming down until you show up. Let's do turkey tacos. I was going to say they're going to have some ground turkey and be doing it that way. You never know, but yes, I think Northwest Arkansas in general. 
Uh, that's definitely one of the few times when traffic is not an issue in northwest Arkansas is during Thanksgiving and Christmas week. So big, uh, big thing coming up, obviously, this week. But uh, now I'm going to toss it back to you, Steve, to do. You've already done kind of a quick introduction, but yeah. figured you could uh, kind of dive a little deeper into exactly why the Rogers Old Chamber has an advocacy and government affairs arm in the first place. So yeah, throw it away to you. As I said, you know, we, we do have a key mission area of advocacy and government affairs. But what does that really mean? Um, what we say in our mission proof point, advocacy and government affairs, work, our work represents the voice of business locally, statewide, and nationally, prioritizes the regional legislative agenda with local leaders, advocates for business-friendly legislation, and influences long-term prosperity and quality of life. Well, I mean, again, what, what does that really mean if you dig down into <laughs> Very it? Broad spectrum it there, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's an all-encompassing statement, which is really good, but that's why that's we have we Sarah Lynn here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> try, to, try to bring it all in. Exactly. You know? I'm going to put that on a shirt for you you know that way when people ask you just have that like here you go (laughs) (laughs) well in my opinion and then sarah lynn please correct me if i'm wrong but it's really a lot of our work and and your work specifically involves um just kind of being a convener and being Mm -hmm. that catalyst of change um getting the right people around the right table kind of building consensus to get a positive legislation passed that's going to help the business community help workforce development where we've worked on some child care things as well Mm -hmm. um so it's really just about not just not a lobbyist person Per se, but you are just ed- you're more educating and informing the legislators on what is good about certain bills, what's bad about other things, um, and just trying to get solutions through utilizing the power of government. Am I am I too far off there? Not too far off. I think the big thing is what you said. We're just trying to be the convener. We're trying to bring people in um, and from all of the businesses that are currently part of our chamber and the ones that we're bringing in. We just want to make sure that they have a voice and they have a seat at the table. And so making sure that we're facilitating those opportunities. Opportunities is definitely one of our key key goals. Mm-hmm. And and with uh, you know twenty twenty four coming up, you know obviously we got a big election, mm-hmm. uh, you know presidential race, oh, we yeah. got local, state, everything going to be happening. So I know I, first <laughs> I've heard me, about it. Yeah. <laughs> this wasn't on my calendar. Did you not send the info? I'm a millennial. What's yeah. news? Yeah, like, what? there you go. Change, change your uh, change your TikTok feed a little bit, and the algorithm will will, will oh, inform you. That's yeah, right. There you go. That's right. Gotcha. Well, and I also know Sarah Lynn, you've got uh, on top of of kind of helping out uh, legislators kind of getting out there and having them uh, essentially creating opportunities for them to meet with folks. Mm -hmm. I know I worked with you a lot in the last year in my position kind of to help distill down some of the, you know, massive, massive pieces of legislation Mm -hmm. and communication that were coming down from like state levels and things like that to be able to push that out to our membership so Mm -hmm. that they could kind of, you know, have an easily digestible uh, format for some of that. I mean, some of these bills that we looked at this past year obviously were uh, hundreds and hundreds of pages and it's very difficult if you are a business owner to be able to distill that down as mm-hmm. it's happening and whatnot. And you did an excellent job of handing that stuff off to me in a way that I was able to understand it and then <laughs> uh, put it out like in our e-newsletters and things like yeah. that. So that's, I think, another aspect, too, to kind of point out to folks is that there's a ton of stuff that happens even in our state of Arkansas when you only have a, a legislative session that's, you know, two months-ish, give well, or take. Once every two years. <laughs> and it's once mm-hmm. every two years. There's a ton that happens like in those two months that oh, we have yeah. to try and get out to everybody. It's not just a, you know, rack the gavel, okay, everybody's here, yay, nay, go home. Like there's yeah, a lot no, of stuff that happens. So many things that occur just within that and it can be overwhelming. But we try to make my goal in this this role is just to make sure that we're representing well and that we're able to 
put it in a digestible manner. So. Yes. Now, exactly. Is, is Arkansas kind of seems like we're a little bit unique in that we don't do an annual session and we have a part time legislature mm-hmm. as opposed to you hear like all these, you know, several surrounding states mm-hmm. have full time and mm-hmm. they're constantly passing laws where ours are just kind of jammed into a two, three month period every mm-hmm. other year. Is that is that standard practice or is that are we kind of an outlier there? I feel like it's definitely unique from my perspective and my previous experience. Uh, we met every single year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's definitely been a unique thing to come into and kind of change my mindset of like, oh, okay, so policy has to occur every other year. And it's not something that's just (laughs) we're going to hit on every year. So that's definitely been a big shift for me. Um, But as far as, you know, just how things function once they're in session, that remains relatively the same from what I've noticed. So you didn't have uh, uh, cases in, in where you're coming from in terms of like all that experience of trying to rush things out the door, though. And I do think that we did have stuff uh, this year, not necessarily rushing mm-hmm. in a bad sense, but, like, you do have only that two-month period. Yeah. And yeah. so you, I think you do feel a bit of a sense of urgency at times with the way that our state is currently set up with mm-hmm. uh, legislators that uh, do have some big, heady topics that they mm-hmm. want to try and cover, and they got two months to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and but yeah, what was that like covering yeah, that? No, I think it was very, very un- a unique situation. Just to kind of watch from the outside because my goal of this session was just kind of ha- to have a broad understanding of what was happening, why it was happening, and to understand the nuances of like how things actually get done. But one of the things that I that's actually very unique, at least from my perspective, is the legislature actually still goes to meet in Little Rock like once a month. And they bring up different topics to do research on in the interim whenever they're not in session. So that's been something that's been really unique to watch and kind of see what policies are going through to kind of see, okay, this was somewhat addressed last year, but they didn't really get something across the finish line. So they're diving deeper into certain topics just so that they have some research. Um, And I think at least my understanding is (laughs) take it with a grain of salt but my understanding is that's just to kind of prep and lay the groundwork for the 2025 session is there anything they've looked at this year that stands out or or at least anything just as an example that you can give to folks of things that they try to like look into yeah there's been a whole host of things i know that they've been doing a lot of research and just kind of having conversations as far as you know all the school things that have happened and just kind of readjusting and kind of seeing like okay where are we now like what did the rules process look like and kind of adjusting along those lines so it's been really fascinating to watch i think there's going to be a lot of further conversations just in regards to you know they they passed the big prison package and everything Mm -hmm. like that and so they're going to have to dive a little bit more into that and kind of do some more heavy hitting research there um um, so just kind of seeing what those types of topics roll out. I didn't know that. Like, yeah. I, yeah, see, I'm I'm learning stuff well, see, already. I, I was going to say, like, I, th- I feel like it could almost be an advantage, too, because mm-hmm. you have an opportunity. You have essentially two years to really fine-tune a bill to mm-hmm. make it easier to pass and, you know, get that research behind it and have, mm-hmm. you know, have that time instead of just feeling the need that you constantly have to be pushing something mm-hmm. out. It gives you a time to, to vet because there's obviously yeah. there's there's always multiple versions of a bill, okay. different interpretations, edits, things like that. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have time to vet that over mm-hmm. the course of that time before you are, are actually voting on it. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, there, there's pluses and minuses to having, to sure. having that. So mm-hmm. um, in your role, you know, obviously you're not just interacting with legislatures from Northwest Arkansas. You're having to mm-hmm. speak with other um, other representatves because, you know, mm-hmm. we while Northwest Arkansas is one of the, you know, main driving economic and, and political factors in the, in the state, um, 
you can't, we don't have enough to just pass a bill alone. <laughs> so we have to mm -hmm. engage the rest of the state. Yeah. How, how challenging is that? Because, you know, th there is a perception that the streets are paved with gold <laughs> up here. So, so how. And, you know, I thought that was a joke. <laughs> Whenever I first came, I was like, I was like, that, they don't actually think that. Like, that's a joke. And then I got to Little Rock and I was like, oh, joke's on me. That is true. Okay, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> well, I, I guess the, the crux of my question is you've done such a great job of building that relationship with the local legislators up here. Mm -hmm. How do you go about doing that with other people? especially when you have to overcome that mm -hmm. that preconceived notion. Yeah, I think the big thing and something that and this is something that we're definitely growing in. My perspective is growing in this. But I think one of the big things is just kind of bringing in awareness of, yeah, we may be extremely blessed up here, but we still have issues. We still have roads that need to be paved. We still have, you know, different just different <laughs> different things going on in the community that will need help with funding and just different other things that will come up that, you know, policy wise comes from the state level and not necessarily the local level. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's, that's a big misconception. Um, just with what we do, we are blessed up here and we do have a lot of things going for us, but there's a lot of things that are outlined in state law that have to go through the state rather than just us being able to wave a magic wand and it happened. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> no, I wanted to, I wanted to, you know, channel, channel my inner uh, Ari Melber from MSNBC who, who in quotes rappers a lot. So like, <laughs> like Notorious B.I.G. said, mo money, mo problems. So I mean, we still we have are. issues up here. <laughs> See, I was thinking it. Oh, I'm going to say I it. I wasn't going to say hey, it. Hey, I, I support. I support. <laughs> truly. <laughs> well, as far as... Uh, your position here with the chamber, I mean, you mm -hmm. are a relatively new yeah. Northwest Arkansas yeah. resident. I'm a new Arkansan. So, yeah. like, uh, the process for you onboarding into this position, mm -hmm. I think, has been twofold, right? A lot, of folks who, who, yeah. <laughs> yeah. a lot of folks who come into this position, at least, you know, they've got a pretty firm grasp on at least the whole nuance of living in Northwest Arkansas mm -hmm. uh, prior to going down there and having to advocate for it. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there are ways where your position probably benefited you not having yeah. those kinds of experiences. Absolutely. And I'm sure there were some detriments what was that like mm -hmm. i mean when you got thrown into the deep end as it were <laughs> yeah explain yeah, some of that because you moved bit. here around this time last year yeah and then we were going right after right. the election mm -hmm. right into mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. our financial it was uh, a session. whirlwind in every sense of that um yeah no it was fascinating um i've i believe it was a really big perk just because I kind of got to be a fly on the wall and just kind of see what was going on mm -hmm. and kind of be able to lay the groundwork and have an understanding of, okay, so based off of body language, this person definitely <laughs> feels this way. This person feels this way. And so just being able to engage in conversations and just kind of bring an awareness of, hey, like, I'm from Northwest Arkansas. I'm new to the area, but here's what I see. I see we have a we have a lot of opportunity, but it's up to us to be able to fasten that opportunity and take heed of it. And so we're at the cusp. And if, you know, we don't handle that well, who knows what's going to happen. <laughs> right. But I mean, the goal, the goal in just having conversations and laying the groundwork was just to be like, hey, like, we're here. We're ready. We're ready to work. We want you to see what we're doing. We have some amazing things, but the state as a whole has a lot of amazing things going. And so we just want to make sure that we're active participants in that. And so I feel like it was able to facilitate a lot of really good conversations mm -hmm. and really candid conversations. Um, and, you know, I always think it's it can be beneficial. It's a double edged sword at times, but I think it can be beneficial because you can kind of play 
play dumb and just be like, what? What is happening? You don't say. You know say. you're recording this, right? Yeah. Like you're giving away your methods. Hey, it's okay. I was going to say, I also believe in honesty. Sometimes I legitimately don't know, but there are sometimes. Keep them guessing as it were. Keep them guessing. Yeah, yeah. I like that. No, for sure. Um, when it comes to like... Uh, anyone else who has just moved here and obviously isn't getting ingrained into the political uh, mm -hmm. side of things right from the start. Yeah. Um, what would you suggest to those folks who are wanting to learn more about like the political stuff that's happening around the area? I know we've got um, like primary season and mm -hmm. some city council uh, votes and things like that that are happening right now. Like, mm -hmm. where's a good jumping off point to learn more about some of the local stuff that's happening? And as we head into an election year, just how to really get yourself set and ready for a general election year in Arkansas. Yeah, no, absolutely. And this will be, I came in on the tail end of the last election cycle, so this will be my first full-fledged election cycle up here. So I'm actually alongside everyone else learning <laughs> the ropes of it, so I'm really excited about it. But um, I think one of some of the big keys are, you know, the news will always put out different things, the local news, so make sure you're paying attention to the news stations. On Twitter, you can do the hashtag ARPX, and that kind of follows along what's happening in Little Rock and just different political things going on um, throughout the state, not just up here, but throughout the state. And then um, as far as... Uh, the election dates and things of that nature we i try to have some stuff posted on um my side of the website but you can also go on to benton county's um clerk that's clerk. the word okay. I, was I, was like, like, <laughs> I was like oh it just went away i thought you were about to say <laughs> website i was like yeah <laughs> no the benton Cl benton county clerk's office and they will have all of the election dates posted for your specific area if you're in washington county the washington county clerk does the same thing so um some of the big big key points the preferential primary is march 5th the general primary elections april 2nd um the general election is november 5th the runoff is december 3rd but in order to participate in all those things you got to be registered that's right mm -hmm. uh, so that's right that's yeah. the big thing is to get registered to vote and again you can go to the secretary of state's office or the benton county clerk or the washington county clerk's office and um, navigate to how to register to vote it's also on our website under the mm -hmm. advocacy tab so i think that's one of the biggest things is make sure you're you're registered and you're able to share your voice and your opinion um some of the big keys because there are also dates aligned with registering to to vote okay um so for the preferential primary you need to be registered to vote by february 5th for the general primary it's march 4th and for the general election october 7th and for the uh runoff election it's november 4th so right. those are the big big time frames for you to make sure you're registered and your voice is heard now for, the, for those that don't understand what mm -hmm. is a preferential primary versus a general primary yeah, let's learn. <laughs> I literally was Googling that before we came. And I, was like, I was like, I don't know. I was the, like, the, the preferential is for nonpartisan races. <laughs> so there you go. So that's why it's just your general preference. You don't, you can't just click, you know, vote, See, and that's vote what, one side in my head, or another. I was, like, I was like, that's what makes sense. There's always going to be stuff that you learn on the job. Yeah. I thought our listeners would like to know. Uh, coming from uh, when I moved here, that was actually something new for me because mm -hmm. I hadn't thought about uh, in terms of like party affiliation or party yeah. preference uh, uh, voting. Because right. where I, uh, when I grew up and, and first few elections I had, that wasn't 
that wasn't a deal. It mm-hmm. was just a free for all, right? And it was kind of you did what you did, and mm-hmm. uh, you could vote all one way or the other. But there, uh, on pretty much every race up and down the ballot, there was a party. So it was kind of like you just you knew where everyone stood, and it was a a deal. So like the fact that I got here and like the mayor's race is a, a non party affiliated position. The, mm-hmm. um, all all city positions. yeah all the, all all the city. city positions mm-hmm. so like city council and all that kind of stuff was was interesting for me. Um, and especially as a graphic designer too, I, that makes me look at like political posters and all that even more so, <laughs> like, you know, cause I always like, like to in, <laughs> infer different things from there cause it's always fun for me. But yeah, the, that was kind of new for me. So I'm sure for, uh, folks in general, there's probably that setup of, you know, wait, yeah. th- so there's not a party like, okay, mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. So in other words, pay attention because right. you yeah. really are going to need those <laughs> need oh, yeah. to know what these people are saying doing thinking and want to do in positions of mm-hmm. of uh, power in in your communities so yeah. definitely want to make sure we stay on top of that um, um going back to to where you know you talked about all these other resources that are there what is, what resources does the chamber have to keep people informed i know you have a newsletter mm-hmm. some social media like what where yeah. can people go to find yeah and so follow? make sure to uh if you're not already subscribed to my newsletter, make sure to send me an email at sarah, S-A-R-A, at rogerslowell.com. And I'd be happy to add you to my email list. We send out a newsletter once a month and kind of hit the major things that have happened on a local, state, and federal level. Um, and then we have events all throughout 2024 that we're going to be launching into. And then we have social media. We are on LinkedIn, Twitter, and uh instagram x, x. x. Oh, yes i'm at right. x i apologize <laughs> oh <laughs> when you when you talk about events i did want you to kind of elaborate on that because mm-hmm. this is something that was um uh, kind of a new deal for us was mm-hmm. the chamber actually getting to host some events for uh legislators to get to come and hear directly from people so can you yeah. uh kind of tell us a little bit more about like the events that are coming up and, and what folks can expect from that yeah no absolutely yeah we've got quite a few things coming up in 2024 that we're really excited about we're going to be hosting some roundtables and some breakfast with both our federal delegation as well as our um, state delegation and we're working on some stuff with the city council as well so we're trying to hit every level of government so that everyone has the opportunity to get in front of their legislature or elected officials and just have a conversation because I think that's a, a, a really big aspect that can oftentimes be missed is just having a conversation and being able to put a face with a name and, and shameless plug mm-hmm. uh, right here if you want to learn how to ignite the conversation you should come to the December 5th spotlight series on civic engagement <laughs> where we have some local elected <laughs> officials <laughs> wow we didn't even play in that well, and, <laughs> and for the skeptic that's listening uh, having seen these events this past year you did a, a couple of that worked really really well Mm -hmm. i know a lot of folks when they think about this they're they're thinking of stuff that they've seen like in terms of news where it's town halls the candidates up on stage for Mm -hmm. 45 minutes and uh gives a stump speech essentially and then Mm -hmm. leaves and there's not conversation but we uh actively have hosted uh this past year where we've brought in legislators uh Mm -hmm. who got to sit and take questions from the audience for a full hour or so and yeah. then uh they hung around like yeah. they yeah. actually hung around shook hands talked to people wanted mm-hmm. to hear what folks had to say yeah like it wasn't a case where they just Mm-mm. you know okay i did my spiel you know wham bam thank you ma'am they're out of the door <laughs> like it was really great to see that kind of civic engagement happening yeah. 
uh, right in our chamber doors. And and so that was something I want to make sure that folks know that when you say you're having these roundtables, we're not talking about them just being stuck up on a stage. Oh, yeah, and no. What, we're all about interaction. We want to make sure that if you have questions, you can ask the questions and we provide a, a platform and a proper place to do that. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's the biggest goal is especially for the businesses that are part of our chamber um, and those who are coming into our chamber just to know like, hey, you do have this access now that you've joined our team and um, we're, we're happy to make those connections. Yeah, and I, I like them because they're, you know, they're talking to the people, not talking to the, the cameras, you yeah. know, and so mm-hmm. that's what, that, and that's makes, what really it, makes it I was personal. Say, and it makes a difference. It really I was about does. To say, it really does. Like, you don't really notice it until you're in that room and you, you can kind of feel the vibe. The vibes are just different, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> well, and I'm sure for the legislators, from their perspective, too, it's one thing if they've got you coming to their office saying, well, I've got a couple of community members that are concerned about X, Y, Z. Oh but then gosh, if they show up to a round difference. table and yeah. see a whole bunch of people that are like, yeah, X, Y, and Z is really important. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we yeah. need this addressed. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that can shift some perspectives and priorities oh immediately. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it it shifts in a much greater way than what, what we would traditionally think. <laughs> I mean, being able to put, I mean... You know, I'm sure everyone just loves seeing me walk into their office, but (laughs) I think it's even better whenever there are people boots on the ground can come and speak to how certain issues are affecting their business. And that's truly our goal is to make sure that that's able to occur. Mm -hmm. So when you've got community members, um, whether they be chamber members or otherwise, just Mm -hmm. folks who, you know, show up to some of these events. Uh, if they're asking you, like a mm-hmm. uh, prime example of this would be like, for instance, when you uh, were speaking with the uh, delegation of Republicans a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. and you get questions from folks in terms of how you do your job mm-hmm. as an advocate, both for the community, but also as a distiller of information from the yeah. legislature. Are there any comments or questions that stand out <laughs> from the community in terms yeah. of? maybe misconceptions that they have about how you do your job mm-hmm. or just things that they want to know more about how you do your job. What What's, if anything, stands out? Yeah. And if nothing stands out while you're thinking about that, what would you just like folks to know about you doing your position, like, yeah, in I general? Th- I think the biggest thing and the thing that people oftentimes will ask is just, how can we get involved? How can we be informed? And what what do we need to do? And I think the biggest thing is just making sure if something's affecting you that one, you reach out because I don't know what I don't know. So we can't advocate on your behalf if we don't know what's going on. Um, so making sure you have active communication with us. And if there are issues that pop up, we're happy to serve in whatever capacity that looks like. And just making sure that you're able to locate resources that you need in order to figure out what issues are and how to solve the issues that are coming before you. So I think that's the biggest thing is just making sure that people know that we try to be the resource. If we don't know an answer, we're going to find an answer mm-hmm. and we're going to figure out where you need to go to get what you need done. Um, So I think that's the biggest piece. And then um, as far as just what I do and what I wish people uh, knew more about what I do is we're really truly just trying to be the convener. And so if there's opportunities for us to just educate on, you know, what is government? Why why are they, why do they exist in this way? Why do they do X, Y, and Z? Or what does this mean for my business? We're happy to engage in conversation and just being able to kind of bring it down to, okay, this is how it's going to affect, this is how this or that is going to affect you. So. Perfect. Yeah, See, I, she's got I, this. I, I, she's got this. I, I, I think uh, <laughs> I had to take the training wheels for a second. <laughs> 
I, I think that's a, a misconception is we're out there trying to pick winners and losers and things like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, as a chamber, we, we don't. We don't advocate for, mm-hmm. for one party over another. We, we advocate for mm-hmm. smart business policy that's going to benefit our community. Yeah, our goal is to educate. We just want to educate on what's happening and what's there, um, whether that's who's running, whether that's a policy that's passed. Um, it, it can look a bunch of different ways, but the big goal is to be the convener and the educator. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Are there any other uh, big things that you're looking forward to in your position in terms of 2024? One of the biggest things that I'm really, really excited about, something that we're embarking on, is a civics bee. There we go. And I am so excited. <laughs> I was wondering how long it would take for her to bring that up. I was like, they have been hearing me talk about this nonstop, but we are actually going to be um, hosting a local civics bee, which will feed into a state civics bee, which will then feed into a national civics bee. So there's an opportunity for a local Northwest Arkansas middle school student, 6th, 7th, or 8th grader, to be able to be on a 2024 national stage competing for the national civics bee title. There you um, go. And so we are really, really excited about that. We launched the essay portal this past week. Um, it actually opened yesterday, if I'll say I don't know when we're releasing this, but it was released <laughs> on November twenty third. <laughs> Perfect, great, love that. Those listening to it now can go apply. You That's can right. indeed go apply. But yeah, so it it opened on November thirteenth, and it will close on January eighth. And all it takes is for a student to write a five hundred word essay. Um, and there are different captions, but you can find more info about that on our website. Perfect. Now, yeah. are there like, and this is just ignorance asking, because yeah. I know like with the the spelling bee and stuff, mm-hmm. there's like scholarships and things that come yes, with it. There are there is. are there what incentivizes the students to get absolutely, in this? absolutely. So the first, second, and third place winner will all have cash prizes, um, and that will happen at each level of the competition, both okay. local, state, and uh, national. But once you get to the national level, you can compete for up to fifty thousand dollars. Wow, there you go. So, yeah, I can pass as a middle school student. I, oh, I, think for, I, yeah. I might have to I shave. Mean, you but, know, you know. <laughs> I was like, a giant. Yes. <laughs> you know, there's. Just such a thing as as what is it pituitary issues yeah and like that. Exactly, I'm sure I've exactly. got this kind of there was a, there was a Robin Williams movie about that right? that's <laughs> right that's right no the so in terms of like civics bee so mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of folks are like ah spelling bee that's hard like in terms of like civics is so is it civics questions what do we got going on there I mean yeah so there there's some essay prompts that are on the website that just kind of dive into like what does it mean to be a citizen what does it mean to you know be involved in your community and kind of diving into that and then um, once they get to once we get the top 20 of the essays um, we will go into uh, the local civics bee which will actually be questions comprised of you know what is a federal government? What is a state government? How like, many what senators is, are yeah, there? Yeah, I'll okay. say that type of thing. So just kind of bringing an awareness of like what civics is, how does government work, what are the levels of government? Um, I think that that's something that I'm really excited about. I'm really passionate about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so all those future Leslie Nopes out there exactly <laughs> need, to, need to get involved because they'd be just absolutely killing it when it comes oh, yeah. to this event. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. No, that's great. I know some teacher friends who are probably going to be ecstatic to try and uh, get their students to go off for this. So I'm, oh, yeah. I'm pretty pumped about that. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. It's going to be huge. Well, sweet. I've got, you know, we've run down my whole list and then some, you know, with a, a few preferential questions that got thrown out there. <laughs> hey. And uh, But no, have we, uh, I think we've covered all the big things that are coming up here in the next year, um, especially as it pertains to uh, Arkansas politics. Mm-hmm. Um, any final thoughts coming from you? I mean, the, the stuff you're dealing with is definitely the... Yeah. 
uh, never-ending world of politics. So, <laughs> you know, as it stands today, November yeah. 14th, what, what, any final thoughts you have for people listening? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is just keep updated. Keep, we're going to keep moving and doing a bunch of different things, diving into different areas. So just make sure you're tuned into our social media channels. Um, and as events are coming, we're going to be posting a lot about that. And then also just as it pertains to election things, make sure you're following along. Make sure you're di diving into um, the candidates that are running and just make sure you're informed. And Sarah Lynn is actually a great uh, springboard when it comes to discussions on government, too. Mm -hmm. uh, so for anyone who has questions, definitely reach out to her. Again, email sarah at rogerslowell.com. Yes. She's uh, a wealth of knowledge when it comes to politics in general, not just Arkansas uh, politics and mm -hmm. in the ever-changing realm that is the uh, United States political spectrum. You know, <laughs> I'm sure there's always going to be questions and things like that that pop up. And she, if she doesn't know the answer, is going to be willing to, to help you find it. So Absolutely. Just, yeah. Yeah, can't thank you enough for being here and answering uh, our questions on this, and especially from my perspective, educating me on several different things today. You know, it's <laughs> it's nice to kind of get a fresh perspective on those things whenever I'm stuck behind a desk designing or drawing or doodling all day. So you know, <laughs> I'll edit that last one out. But there you the go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, real quick before I do the the final uh, closing, Steve, do you have any final thoughts on this one? Uh, no, I just think it, like Sarah Lynn said, it's important to stay informed, to know what's going on. Um, you know, because politics impacts everybody's lives mm -hmm. and so you know I again if you follow we're not going to tell you yeah. what what to you know whether this policy is good or bad unless it pertains to business <laughs> um, but you know uh, definitely we're just going to inform on what the choice you have mm -hmm. and you know a, a, as Lincoln said you know we're a government of the people by the people for the people and the people's biggest voice is at the ballot box so encourage everyone if you're not registered register to vote if you no matter how you want to vote v get registered mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then show up and vote. It's it's really if you look at the numbers of people who don't show up, they outnumber the people that do. Mm -hmm. And so you know you can't complain if you didn't participate in the process. Mm -hmm. So I would just encourage everyone get involved, get registered, follow along. You know, follow Sarah Lynn, follow follow the, the government affairs pages and the newsletters and all that to stay as informed as you can on these things and and use use your voice. Mm -hmm. A hip hop quote to a former president quote. That is the range of Steve Cox. That's what we've got <laughs> today. You know? <laughs> well, I, I'm a man of many talents. That's what right. Can I say? That's right. Now we just need to, you know, get you the flat build cap to finish this out and we'd be good to go, right? <laughs> yeah, but I'm not rocking my skater shoes, so, you know. Oh, they can't see those. You can just describe them. <laughs> well, thank you both for uh, all of your thoughts today. It's, it's fantastic to get all of this information out there to everybody. If you have any questions, again, make sure you reach out to us. There's lots of information on the RogersLowell.com website. There's a whole tab for advocacy click on that you can find it and go from there we also have a quick link um both in our slider on our homepage as well as under the advocacy tab to the civics bee that Sarah Lynn was talking about. So if you have a student in your uh, household or if you know someone who would probably be good at uh, getting some more folks involved with that, definitely, definitely go through there and uh, get that student signed up. I want to thank uh, podcastvideos.com again for the Absolutely. fantastic venue. Uh, it's just, yeah, we keep getting spoiled when we show up here. They're, <laughs> they're phenomenal at what they do. Anyone who is interested in getting a podcast for their business or them 
personally or anything like that off the ground should reach out to these guys. They will help you out and make you look phenomenally better than you did in your, you know, wood paneled, uh, non HVAC 1970s shag carpet. Yeah. Um, that was funny. We were getting ready to leave and, and, uh, Sarah Lynn was like, Oh, you're going to bring the camera. Cause you know, it's on video now. Like the one I use for mission minute. And I'm like, dude, this is like, it's not even like t- t- push button. Cause they don't even let us push the record button. Like that's how much we're spoiled. And I don't want to push it cause it's, it's pretty and I yeah, don't want to mess it up. It, exactly. And, but, All the lights. Exactly. Yeah. See, now we've got guests who are used to this. So we're going to have to up our we, game we, we here. We really do. Yeah. Well, thank you all again for listening. Uh, make sure you are subscribed to us. You can subscribe via your favorite channels. We've got SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, Google, YouTube, all of the social medias, Twitter and or X applicable. <laughs> uh, thank you again to our guest, Sarah Lynn Geiger, for coming on to our panel. And again, thank you, Podcast Videos, for hosting us as our presenting sponsor of the Chamber Voice of Business podcast. This is Nick and Steve and Sarah Lynn signing off. Thank you all very much. Happy Thanksgiving. That's right. uh, Happy Thanksgiving. We'll see you in December. Yeah.